Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. I've been coming to Darlington Raceway for as long as I can remember. Dale Earnhardt is about to win the sixth of the last... There's so much history here. Elliott now midway between turns three and four, looking for one million Darlington has some of the toughest races. Burton looks down to the inside. He'll not be able to... I've watched my heroes leave here in both victory and defeat. And Cale Yarbrough as your leader. Here goes Gant, right down to the inside. That's the kind of racing in the old days you used to see at Darlington. Physical for the last five laps. There's no other place like Darlington. From the bottom, they are three wide on the back straightaway. I'm Dale Hart Jr., driver of the number 88 nationwide Chevy SS. We are celebrating Darlington's throwback race weekend with a special Grey Ghost paint scheme honoring NASCAR icon Buddy Baker. Come join me and the entire NASCAR family as we pay tribute to the history and heritage of our sport at Darlington Raceway. The tradition continues Sunday, September 4th at the Bojangles Southern 500. Reserve your seats now by calling 866-459-RACE or visit DarlingtonRaceway.com. It's Monday night and it's time to get rowdy. Catch up on This Week in ARCA and NASCAR with news and comments. Plus, you never know who will stop by for a visit. Right here on the Rowdy Maglite Show. Here's your weekly radio duo, Rowdy and Mark. All right, everyone, I'd like to welcome you back to another Monday night, every Monday night at Rowdy Maglite Race, and, and my catch can man from Chi-Town, Mark, how are we doing tonight? Rowdy, we're doing great. We had a wonderful time at Toledo yesterday, saw a really good race, and uh, there was a lot of good racing going on this weekend. we got to talk about a lot of it this, tonight, and uh, hopefully we're going to get it all in. That sounds like Plans going on. Also, hanging on for dear life is our Jack man, man Jeff. Hey, Jeff, how are you doing? Hey, Roddy, how you doing? I'm doing good tonight. Uh, like Mark said, we did see a good race yesterday. Also had a good thing for the big brothers and sisters. So it was a great weekend, all in all. Well, we're gonna get more in depth on that, Jeff, when uh, Brad Smith calls in with the 48 team. Uh, but, guys, I appreciate it. I know it went over well. Uh, got a text or email back from Carolyn from the BBS today telling us how much they appreciate it. But, guys, hey, we got Harrison Burton, the winner at at Toledo. Unfortunately, we don't have him on tonight. We, we missed tonight. He's uh, on a jet plane headed out till 8 o'clock. So, we've got Brad Smith coming on at the bottom of the hour. But we got a young gun on its way. A young man with a bright future, uh, Chandler Smith, and uh, uh, both of us, all three of us, have seen Chandler last year dry, uh, racing, and uh, glad to have. I think I still have Mark. I believe Chandler's our youngest driver we've had on so far, but 
Glad, be glad to have Chandler on here. He'll be on in about eight minutes, ten minutes. And then we're going to finish tonight with Ed Hertz coming back on and talking about MotorFest 2017, which is May the 26th on a Friday. And that's not that's this coming weekend. Yeah, it's this coming Friday, Rowdy. Uh, wish we could be there. Boy, I wish we could be there. Uh, I, I mentioned the goal, and we'd have a good weekend there, but it's not going to happen. I don't know. It's a miracle. We need a miracle. Hey, don't give up till uh, Friday morning. When you, you got that there straight, car, Rowdy. <laughs> when you can't get there in time driving, that's the time to say, I'm not going to make it. Yeah, you never give up the ghost till you have to. Well, uh, 11 days is, uh, that gives you time to get your car straightened out to get back in the bull in the ring again, guys. Kind of tell us what you think about the Toledo race. Toledo is an extremely high banked, fast half mile oval, uh, uh, with, with two, with an inside and an outside lane for passing. Uh, depending how you have your car set up, and uh, we saw a lot of action. You're uh, you're always in traffic at Toledo, so you're always working that wheel. And uh, boy, Jeff, uh, we weren't sure who was going to win there until the very end, did we? No, it looked like uh, Dalton Sargent was going to basically win the race. He led like 161 laps of the race, but uh, I think what hurt him, like uh, uh, Harrison Burton was saying, his his car wasn't good on short runs, but on the long runs, his car was, that was the difference. And that was the difference at the end of the race. It came down to a long run and uh, Harrison's car was able to uh, get past Dalton. And once he got past them, it was all over. Oh yeah, pretty much. And I think the only other car that maybe had anything for, for Dalton Sargent may have been Chad Finley. Uh, he ended up finishing third. So uh, yeah, it, it, it was a really good race, uh, and until so Burton made that pass, uh, and uh, they threw the checkered, it, it could have been anybody's race, really. Well, it was You're good right, on Mark. TV. I know. That, that's the way it looked. You know, Dalton uh, was so, strong all day. I mean, strong all day. Of course, uh, FX, FS1 headed on, what, a two-hour delay, and... Uh, Thought it was going to be delayed for rain, didn't you guys? Yeah, yeah, Rowdy. We traveled Saturday night down there. It rained on the way down. Rained all night, or all the way into er, into the early morning around nine o'clock or so, and then it finally cleared out. And uh, we got the big brothers and sisters in, and we were they dried the track and. We thought we were going to go racing, then we had another shower, and they lost the track again. But they got the track dry, started a little bit late, but we did get the race in. Did y'all think the wind played a factor in that, Mark? Because I know you said the wind was blowing pretty hard. It, it was, yeah. It was. Uh, there was a pretty good push out of the west, uh, north, or west, southwest, and uh, uh, they. Uh, uh, you could see it in the victory lane photos. They had a hard time keeping victory lane in one piece. The wind was blowing so hard. Uh, it would gust up pretty well there for a while. And, and the strange thing is, is 
there was a couple times we almost thought it was going to rain again during the middle of the race, and by the end of the race, the sun had broken out, and it was just a beautiful day. Well, that's what it looked like at the very end of the race. It turned out to be a beautiful day, so, you know, with the wind blowing and the sun out and the banking of the track, that kind of, all three of those together got made for a quick recovery. It did, Rowdy, and, and I think with the wind being out the way it was, that helped drive the track immensely on Sunday, and uh, uh, yeah, they got it in. It was a good race. Uh, there weren't too many yellows. Uh, there wasn't any. There was a couple of major hits. Uh, the soft wall paid a price uh, uh, with Shane Lee when he hit, but uh, otherwise it was it was a fairly clean race. Nothing too serious. Mark, you got the rundown on the top ten there. I sure do, Rowdy. Uh, Let's see. Put on some glasses so I can read my my cheat sheets here. Here we go, folks. Uh, our winner, of course, was Harrison Burton. Uh, Harrison didn't lead the most laps, but he left the laps that counted yesterday. And uh, Dalton Sargent led a lot of the laps yesterday. Finished second. Chad Finley also did some leading. Uh, he finished third. Uh, Zane Smith was fourth. Riley Herbst was fifth. Austin Theriault was sixth, Gus Dean seventh, Christian Eckes eighth, Vinnie Miller ninth, and Tyler Roaring in his first ARCA start finished it with a top ten. Uh, Tyler had a good run, Christian had a good run, Gus Dean had good runs. Uh, just because they all finished in the top ten, uh, you could have flopped them around where they were changing positions. So, uh, good race, really good race. The, the points took a little bit of a hit. Uh, unfortunately, Brett Holmes had a hit with, uh, I guess he had a little bit of an engine problem, and uh, uh, he's still in sixth place. Fifth in points is Riley Herbst. Fourth in points and a nice jump uh, after the start of the season is Gus Dean. He's up to fourth. Shane Lee stays in third. Dalton Sargent second. And Austin Theriot is still your points leader. Austin's hanging in there with that big victory at Daytona, he, and he's and he's got great finishes. That keeps you hanging close to the top, don't it, Mark? Yeah. Sure does, Rowdy. Uh, you don't have to win them all to win the win the championship. Uh, as long as you uh, well, can uh, stay consistent and keep those points up there, you can you can win the championship that way. Yeah, he's been real consistent. Uh, the car's been strong. He's been able to run up front. And when you're able to do that uh, and keep doing top fives and top tens, yeah, the points add up for you. And he's doing a nice job of that at this point of the season. If uh, if somebody doesn't get hot, uh, like uh, Chase Briscoe did last year, I think this one's going to go down to the wire. Uh, we got a lot of good, young drivers fighting for the, the points this year. So, uh, let's keep our fingers crossed, and uh, let's by race twenty. That's what will decide the championship. Sounds like the plan, and it's going to go down to the wire, Mark. But hey, listen, guys, I got our first guest down here. Everybody, we got the driver for Chandler. What is Chandler Smith for Smith Construction in the number twenty-six Chevrolet? I'd like to welcome Chandler Smith to the show. Hey, Chandler. Hey, how are you? We're doing great, Chandler. How about you, man? Just coming back from Bristol and, and uh, first time ever 
how what was it like to be in the Coliseum? It was great. First off, just walking in there, it's an experience walking down in the tunnel and everything of that nature and looking up and just, it's like you're in a football stadium, but it's a racetrack. Chandler, kind of uh, just started on, on, first of all, I think to our listeners, Chandler is our youngest driver that's been on the show. Chandler, what's your age? I'm 14. And driving a super late mile. Yes, sir. That's pretty awesome. We met Chandler last year. I met Chandler and Mark first time at the All-American 400 at Nashville. And then we rolled on and actually got to meet him again. Just sitting third at, uh, what was it, the Snowflake? You sat on uh, uh, third. That was, uh, we enjoyed. And fifth in the snowball. Man. Snowball kind of took, we, we missed the snowball. It took a, a day or two longer to, to run that race, unfortunately for everybody. <laughs> yeah. uh, looking forward to the 50th. That Tim Bryant can pack up a stadium down there in uh, Pensacola, can he not, Chandler? Oh, yeah, he always gets a great uh, little crowd there. I, I love going down there to race. I love the fans and everything down there. It's a great place to be. Well, Chandler, I have a uh, five-year-old grandson, and the last uh, little project that they had at school last week was what do you want to be when you grow up? He flips his over, and it says a race car driver. How did you get started, and what age, Chandler? Well, I started racing at the age of uh, four, and I started off racing dirt go-karts. We used to race just at a little local track right up the road from here in Chatsworth, Georgia. And then after that, we uh, moved up to quarter midgets and, again, raced a little locally around here in Cumming, Georgia, and uh, Lanier and stuff of that nature. And after that, we just kept getting better and better. And uh, we started investing some more money into racing. And uh, then we got into bandoleros and raced all over the country. Then we went everywhere in the bandos. We won four national championships in that. And then that when we moved up into the stock car rankings. And it's not a cheap sport, but it's a great way to bond with the family. Oh, yeah. For sure. Chandler, I'm going to throw you over to Mark. Mark, you're on live with Chandler Smith. Thanks, Rowdy. Welcome to the show, Chandler. It's great to have you on. Uh, we enjoy getting you young drivers on here, and, and especially uh, you being the youngest we've ever had the interview for. It's uh, It makes it even better. Uh, like we said earlier, we first met you down at Nashville. I think the first time I actually saw you, you ran Winchester for the 400 last year, did you not? Uh, no, sir. I haven't been to Winchester yet. It was on our schedule this year to go, but we haven't decided if we're going to go or not. Well, since you did so good at Bristol, I would highly recommend that you go to Winchester because I think you have a liking <laughs> for those high banks. Oh, yeah. What? Uh, how, how do you consider your weekend? You won the qualifying race Saturday night. You finished third last night in the main event. Uh, how do you feel about your uh, your weekend so far? I think it was a successful weekend. We came home with a win and a solid third-place finish, not a scratch on the race car, and that's saying a lot. First time going to Bristol compared to a bunch of other people's trips going up there, so I'd say it was a really good weekend. 
Yeah, there was uh, there was a little carnage and 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 some problems in in all the races and uh, uh, Bristol will do that to you. It's, uh, those high bank tracks are fast and quick, and you go around them. But something goes wrong. It goes wrong real quick, doesn't it? Yes, sir. So, what are your plans for this summer? Uh, you're going to do your super late model stuff. Uh, any plans for anything else? K N or or ARCA or uh, any other special events you're looking forward to, maybe running up north where we can get a chance to see you? Uh, I think we're going to – we started talking about going up to Berlin, the Berlin race, 251, and the Super Deal. Uh, by okay. far, I think that's the, only, that's the only thing I think we're going up north for. We're running all the Southern Super Series races. We're going to run for points on that mainly, but we're going to run a few cars races and run all that stuff. We'll be at the All-American. Like I said, I don't know about the Winchester yet, but All-American and the Derby for sure we will be doing double duty. Well, it's good that we know we're going to get a chance to see you race and, and get the chance to visit with you again. And, uh, uh, yeah, I, I would say you had a fairly successful weekend. Uh, uh, I'm not being able to see the race. Uh, if it had extended any longer, did you have anything for the for Bubba or Jake? You know, I felt like we had a winning race car. It's just towards the end of the race, I noticed all in practice and everything, our carburetor had a little sputter on it, but it wasn't a bad sputter. It would just do it at the start of the run off the corners a little bit, and it'd go away. And it was like that in the first segment, too, and me and uh, Bubba was just riding and stuff together, going through live traffic. But that second segment, my carburetor just uh, it just uh, didn't – it was stopped pulling and just got real junky in there and was sputtering a good bit. But I talked to a few other drivers too, and they said theirs was like that as well. So, is that from the fuel pickup probably because being on the banking as it is? Yeah, I feel like it is. Wow, it's it, it's just amazing what you learned going to a track for the first time, and then but the success you had is really amazing. And uh, congratulations and. Uh, We've got a uh, uh, we've got Jeff on the, with us too, and I think Jeff's got a couple questions for you too, Chandler. Uh, thanks for being on the show; we appreciate it, and we'll see you at a race soon. Yep, thank you. Take her away, Jeff. Hey, Ch- hey, Chandler, how you doing? Uh, thanks for being on the show tonight. Um, yeah, I appreciate it. How, being running at uh, Bristol, those high banks. How was that uh, the G force for you? You know, the first test session we even went to, the first time I went out, I came back in the pit, and I couldn't even feel my back. I couldn't move. I was so stiff. But uh, the second time we went back out, it all went away, and I started to get used to it. And after that, it, it feels like any other typical racetrack you go to. Now, you're running the Super Series and the, uh, the Super Pro and the Pro Series. How much difference in your cars is there between the cars – you know, there's a big difference in horsepower and stuff. Like when I do double duty and stuff like that, it takes a few laps for me to transition from a pro to a super or super to a pro, mainly because of that. The line and stuff of that nature isn't much different, but like uh, throttle pickup, stuff like that, that's different. Just the pull down the straightaway and how you accelerate, stuff like that. It's a good bit different, but I like it a lot. I love pulling off double duty. It's really fun. Now, how is it? 
when you run your super pro, when you run your super late models, um, being so young, how is it? Are you pretty worn out by the end of the day on some of these races? Like especially yesterday at Bristol, being a car being so heavy. You know, uh, I used to like at the start of I started even racing supers and stuff. I get really bad like headaches and stuff of that nature, but. I've got over that and I started doing some like workout and stuff of that nature at home and going to the gym and stuff like that. But no, I don't get wore out really. It takes like the all American. I hydrated really good for that race last year. I wasn't wore out for that. If I just do my part and stay hydrated and keep in fit, I'll be good. All right, Chandler, uh, like, like Rowdy was talking, you uh, finished, uh, I believe fifth in the snow or third in a snowflake and uh, fifth in a snowball derby. Uh, I take it we'll see you back down in Pensacola this year. Yes, sir. As a matter of fact, we'll be down there in two weeks for the Southern Super Series race and Blizzard race. So what are some of the other races you're racing this year uh, and where at? Well, we're running the full-time Southern Super Series uh, schedule. We're going to run for points for that now. Uh, we'll run a few cars tour races. I, we started talking about going up to the Berlin 251. We, it's been mentioned about the Winchester 400 and stuff of that, but I'm not real for sure yet. We usually go as we plan, like a month advance. We'll start scheduling stuff and seeing how stuff goes. Like we weren't even going to go to Bristol at first. It depends all how I did at Mobile and stuff like that and i kept the car in one piece down there so the reward for that was going up to bristol well like since you did so good like in uh uh pensacola and uh like yesterday i uh, would like to see you up in uh, berlin berlin's a great track uh same with winchester it's a uh, very high banks it's uh, another great track so we'd like to see you up up this way north so uh wish you can hope hope you can get up here Oh, yeah. I hope so. Um, all right, Chandler. Uh, thanks for your time, and I'm going to let you uh, turn you back over to Rowdy. Thanks for your time tonight. All right. Thank you. All right, Chandler. Uh, you kind of run a special decal on your car there. You want to talk, talk a little bit about that? The, yeah, my mom, yeah, my mom developed breast cancer uh, mid-last year, and she's she started doing treatments of that, and I put that on the car around around All-American time for Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and uh, I kept it on there until we got good news, and I've still got it on there just because, you know, I, I support everybody that's got breast cancer, have all the breast cancer awareness stuff like that, but uh, she had good news, and it turns out all the cancer got out of her system, so it was all good. Great news, and she so, was at the All American 400 and got to see your mom. That, that's great. Yes, and, sir. Uh, how does it, give us a rundown on your sponsors and how everybody can keep up with you. Our sponsors is uh, Smith General Contracting, Fury Race Cars, Chevrolet Racing, and uh, you can keep up with me on um, Instagram, Twitter at C Smith Racing twenty six and on uh Facebook MCS Motorsports or Chandler Smith. Well Chandler, on all of us here man, we're we're glad that you come on the show. We're looking for a lot more shots to have you on our show again and you're always welcome and thanks for coming out and being part of it. Thank you. 
All right. Thank you. Thank you. Good luck this season, man. Thank you. All right, everybody. Chandler Smith, hey, 14 years old and got the love of racing. Racing, hey, I don't care who's retiring. We got some great racers coming to, to take their place, don't we, Jeff Mark? We sure do. a very talented racer. And we got to yeah. see another talented young racer yesterday at Toledo, didn't we, Jeff? Oh, yeah, with um, Harrison Burton. Yeah, he's we've uh we've watched his progress over the last four years three four years jeff from the the snowflake when he first ran the snowflake a few years ago to his uh his derby exploits passed on so uh yeah we uh he had a memorable weekend a couple years ago where they wrecked the car rebuilt it and he still made the field so uh yeah harrison's the real deal i think he's got some talent we're gonna see him uh we're going to see him in the big leagues before we know it. Well, Arco's half the pills. We could, we're going to probably see in the big leagues someday soon, because I'm telling you, we're, we're loaded down this year. Well, Rowdy, uh, just look at the finishing order yesterday uh, with Harrison Dalton, Chad Finley, and Zane Smith, Riley Herbst, Austin Terrio, Gustine. These are always real young guys. Uh, there, I don't think there's anybody over 25 who finished in the top 10 yesterday. And they're able to win at any track. They are rowdy. Uh, and, you know, as we know, Arca goes to some really unique racetracks. Uh, and that makes, uh, that makes your talent uh, level come up or go down. You know what? It, it brings out the best of these guys, and we're getting to see it every week. And the thing is, guys, it's not well, even just those guys. It's a look at all the other guys throughout the country. The Ty Majeskis, you got uh, the Todd Gillilands, you got uh, the, the Derek Krauses. There's so many, yeah. so many young guy kids out there these days coming up through the ranks. Even look at with Chandler Smith. All these guys. I mean, they're so young, 14 years old. Well, this, you know, and that's the amazing thing, Jeff, is this is the first time we've seen drivers this young, you know, in any of these super late mile races. Uh, there was quite a few years we were watching Chase Elliott before he made it big, and uh, Eric Jones was another one we watched uh, on the short tracks for quite a while before they made it big. So, yeah, you just never know uh, who you're going to see and who's going to be running. Well, uh like I said, we got 11 days. We got Elko Speedway, the Shore Lunch 250. That's uh, not much time to get everything turned around and headed up up north. Well, Jeff and I were talking a little bit about that race yesterday, and it's the uh, the longest race lap-wise, but it's also at the shortest track they run all season. So. Uh, it's going to be tight quarters. It's going to be very interesting. I think it's going to be the old bump and grind at Alco. You're the one good thing right for us. We're already, we're already north. <laughs> yeah, it's still going to be a little ride for us, Jeff, but uh, uh, it's it's going to be a good race, I think, and I'm looking forward to you know, getting to a new racetrack, that's not something you and I get to do that often. So, 
when we get to a new one, we like to take advantage of it. We sure do. Well, guys, I got Todd over here on the line here hanging on. And, uh, Mark, I think I told you, you know, Todd's going to Pocono. And now he's got the Wayne Peterson hookup at, at Pocono. So you should have a great time. Welcome, Todd. Hi, gentlemen. Well, hey, Todd. Good to hear from you. Glad to see you're going to Pocono again. Hey, Todd. How you doing? Yes, uh, going with going to Pocono. Um, I haven't announced it on Facebook yet, so you guys are the first to know. Yes, I am going with the Wayne Peterson Group. They're bringing three cars, and I definitely am going to be there. I'm, I'm superly, superly excited. Well, the the Peterson group is a great group to hang around with and, and be with uh, Todd, and I know you're going to enjoy yourself. Uh, if Turtle's there, give Turtle a big hay for me, will you? Most certainly. You know, well, gentlemen. Listen, guys, I got. Go, go ahead, Todd. I'll let you finish. Go no, ahead. no, 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 no. Go ahead. Well, we're gonna bring our next guest on here. Are y'all? If y'all ready, we're gonna bring. The driver of the 48 for Hilton Motorsports, Brad Smith. Hey, Brad. Rowdy, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, Brad. Uh, it's good to be back here where we can talk about what happened yesterday and reflect and, I guess, congratulate each other because it, it went absolutely wonderful yesterday. Yeah, it really did. Um, I mean, our first event was successful. And uh, I think we learned a little bit from that, and uh, I think the second one might have been even a little bit better. So, uh, yeah, it was a good event. I mean, the weather was interesting yesterday, but, uh, you know, we were able to do the big brother, big sister thing and pull it off a pretty classy deal, I think. Well, I got Mark. Hey, Mark, you go ahead and jump in here with Brad. Uh, Y'all kind of was there on the scene, you and Jeff. And I appreciate them helping pull this out for us, Brad. Oh, yeah, they were big help. I, I wouldn't have been able to do it without them. They uh, did a great job helping me out. And, uh, you know, it was just a good event. What do you think, Mark? Oh, Brad, it, it, it turned out a lot better than Nashville. And Nashville was good. This was even better. And our next event will be in by. I think we're just going to keep improving as we get used to doing this. Uh, the people really enjoyed it. Uh the uh, big call out to General Tire and Moon Pie for their exhibition and, and the caps and uh, the great little show they put on for everybody, and they seem to enjoy it. And the, there was a couple of special souvenirs that left yesterday, too. So uh, there were some big eyes and big smiles yesterday, and uh, it was nice to be a part of it. Yeah, you know, the closer you can get the kids to the actual cars, in the actual action, I, I think it's more fun for them. You know, they were able to walk past the cars when we were taking them down to General Tire, and uh, you know, a couple of the hoods were raised, and they got to look in there and see what a real race engine looks like. And uh, you know, it's it, it, it's just cool. I mean, it just uh, just great exposure to the kids for to see what it's like to experience motorsports, and. Uh, uh, I didn't see anybody that wasn't smiling. 
No, neither did I. And and they were all talking about this and talking about that and poking their heads in the cars and and asking questions and uh, uh, I, I made sure that I let the the, the girls know that they were as uh, involved as anybody at the track with uh, the 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 flag gal and and uh, Natalie Decker being in the race and. Uh, uh, some of the uh, ARCA officials who are, are women also took time out to talk and, and say hello. And uh, it was just a really, really neat event. And uh, I'm looking forward to, I believe, our next one's Michigan, is it not? Yeah. Um, in fact, I'm going to give him a call tomorrow to, you know, just get the ball rolling and, uh, you know, put our, tell them what we'd like and, and see what they can do for us. And, uh It'll be interesting to see how different it is to do it at a speedway rather than a short track. So uh, it'll, it'll be interesting. I mean, I'm sure we'll learn something. Well, we, we have a lot more territory to cover, that's for sure, Brad. Uh, we did a good amount of walking yesterday. I can just imagine what we'll do at Michigan, but I'm going to get out and get myself in shape for it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, I mean, I'll let the cat out of the bag a little bit here. When I talk to the people at Michigan tomorrow, I'm going to see if they'll let us have a suite for the ARCA race. And uh, I think that'd be really neat if they could watch the race from a suite and, you know, have a big screen TV in there that they can watch it on, you know, in addition to looking out the glass window and actually seeing the track. So uh, we'll, we'll see if we can bring that, if we can bring that to fruition and make it happen. Wow, well, uh, that's that's quite a cat to let out of the bag, and good, good luck with that, uh, Brad, and let us know what we can do to help out with that, if anything. Well, hey, just just keep doing what you're doing. I mean, you guys have been you guys have been great. You've been excellent to work with, and, uh, you know, I, just, I mean, I can't thank you and Rowdy and Jeff enough for your generosity in helping me do these things. It just... Uh, it's nice when you can spread the the load a little bit, and and, uh, and and again when you're walking around with a group of people, you know. Yesterday I was kind of at the front, sort of leading the pack, and and you were in the back, kind of keeping everybody, you know, focused and moving, and you know, kind of keeping the group together, so to speak, because uh, you know people they, can, they get a little they get a little spread out a little bit, and and you need more than one person. It's not a one person situation there, so. Right. No, I was more than happy to to whatever needed to be done, Brad, and yep. uh, and that'll go on for the future. Whatever we need to do, and uh, we'll do it. Yeah, it, and I thought it was pretty cool that the kids got to do a driver autograph session this time. So uh, you know that was neat. That was a big plus. Uh, General Tire demonstrating how they mount and dismount mount rims. That was pretty interesting, I think, for the kids. And uh, you know, just seeing. You know the garage area at Toledo Speedway. You know, I mean, that's a lot. There's a heck of a lot of kids that haven't been back there yet that probably would like to see what that looked like back there. Oh, very much so. Uh, we we kind of take it for granted because we're back there all the time. But uh, for for those guys, you could just see it in your their faces and in their eyes. Uh, it, it was a pretty special day for them. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep, and uh, a lot of drivers had some pretty pretty decent stuff they were handing out. I saw a couple of T-shirts and uh, some baseball caps and things like that. And then, uh, of course, ARCA donated the fan guide and the souvenirs, or you know the uh, uh, God, the program, you know the racing programs. 
So uh, I think they walked well, away with uh, a lot of stuff. And we have to give out a little call out to Ron Drager. We actually got him outside the trailer for a couple of minutes to take pictures. So thanks, Ron. We appreciate that. Yeah, we certainly do. We really do. And, uh, you know, Ron was pretty quick to jump on board with this thing when we made the announcement a couple of months back. You know, Ron took me aside and he said, hey, you know, whatever you need, just let me know. You know, and he said that both as the owner of a racetrack and, you know, the the head guy of the sanctioning body. So he he was on board quick and, uh, you know, he's been true to his word and he's been, you know, Ron's always great to work with on anything. So, you know, he's been uh, he's been in this thing, you know, full speed, full speed. Well, his offer uh, for uh, possibly Flat Rock uh, Speedway also, and I, I mentioned uh, to as many of those yesterday as I could that uh, Flat Rock was also a possibility, you know, to go to see the races for them and uh, uh, enjoy the the atmosphere. And, and it was a good atmosphere yesterday. The, the weather kind of played havoc with us, but somehow we managed to muddle through and get a, a nice return out of it. Yeah, I like I said, I, I think at the end of the day, everybody had a great time despite, you know, the weather issues. And uh, I think they were all smiling. They were, and, and a lot of them headed to the autograph lines after we brought them back from the pit tour. And a lot of them headed to the food stands. And a lot of them, they just, uh, they enjoyed themselves. And uh, uh, that, that's what counts. Uh, we exposed a bunch of people to racing yesterday that hadn't been exposed before. And, uh yeah, I I felt good about it. Yeah, I did too, and, and especially Toledo Speedway is such a family-friendly track. I mean, you go there, the food is pretty reasonably priced for a racetrack. Um, I've gone to short tracks that were three times as expensive for, for food or a beverage as Toledo is. So, I mean, you can actually take a family there, enjoy the race, and feed them, get a couple souvenirs, and, and not walk out of there broke. So that's uh, – I still think it's a great to a family night out. Game or an NFL game and try to do that. You just can't. <laughs> Heck, I can't even afford a ticket, let alone anything to eat. Oh, Brad, you're not <laughs> the only one. And is it worth it for, you know, to spend that amount of money nowadays? And uh, uh, you could go to more races for the same amount of money you can go to the one baseball or NFL game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially at Toledo. I mean, it, it – it's just a great track. You know, it, it, it's big enough that it get, puts on some decent racing, but it's small enough that you can see the whole track, you know, no matter where you're sitting. So I, I think it's great family fun. And uh, I've never actually gone to one, but I know they do the figure eight bus races. And then don't they have, like, a deal where they're pulling a trailer, a boat trailer, and they do a figure eight? Yes, they they uh <laughs> They uh, Rockford originally did that, or Rockford, I'm thinking, originally did it, but it's been copied by numerous other racetracks. And, uh, yeah, figure eight school bus racing, that would be interesting. That would be a fun family event. Uh, uh, that's a little action that, you know, we're not used to seeing. So that that would be fun, Brad. Yeah, it would. In, in fact, one day I was driving by, I was going down Telegraph, just so happened to be going past Flat Rock Speedway, and the parking lot was jam full. I mean, I had never seen it that full. They were parked all the way out to Telegraph. 
So I called uh-huh. Ron the next day, and I said, Ron, what the heck was going on at the at the racetrack? He said, oh, it was uh, school bus racing. And I'm like, you're oh. kidding me. He said, that's our biggest sell. That's our biggest selling event is the school bus racing. So I, <laughs> I got to go see one. I've, I've never seen, never had the opportunity to see one, but uh, I do want to go see one. I really do. I, I think that, you know, maybe we should mention that to Ron. We should have one for a preliminary or an after show to one of the ARCA races, uh, is we'll have school bus races afterwards. Yeah, I mean, why not, right? <laughs> hey, it it. it It'd be a great entertainment, I think. So, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, Rowdy, you going to be at Michigan yes, with sir. us? You gonna, yes, sir. Gonna I am. The, That's the, are you? Okay, good, good. Yeah, yeah, good. We've already uh, started. It was just uh, hard to take Talladega off and then run to Toledo and then ask for Michigan off at the same time. So, right. Yes, right. I, I've already. We've already. We got that clear when we decided Toledo was out. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, we're we're looking forward to seeing you there, buddy. That's for sure. I am. Yeah, you were. I'm looking today, forward. Rowdy. I, I know, and I, hey, I missed it. I, I hated not being there. Also, Brad, you're sitting what uh, seventh in points now. I believe so. That. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because we I, just. Did the bonus? You know, we just got the bonus points for for doing all the all the first five races, and uh, I think we're back up to seventh now. So I looked this afternoon, and I had you down at seventh. Yep. Hey, we'll take it. I mean, considering we don't have much of a budget, you know, running seventh in a big series like that, I mean, we can't complain. You know, it takes so, a while. Well, you you, there, you finish your races, Brad. You bring the car home in one piece, and after a while, that all adds up for you, and uh, that's what's important. Well, you know, James would kick my butt if I smashed the car, so <laughs> I don't have much of <laughs> yeah. I don't have yeah. much of a choice. In that. I forgot about you know James Hilton having to deal with him afterwards. <laughs> you do wreck it, so yeah, he he wouldn't be a very happy guy. He can be pretty feisty when he's mad at you. <laughs> Brad, you want to give a shout-out to your group? Your group? You want to give a shout-out to your group? Oh, absolutely. Um, I I mean, I I think the world of my pit crew. Uh, A couple of these guys come all the way from New Jersey to the races. You know, they travel on their own dime. They, you know, travel. And they're old guys, too. Oh, yeah. They're they're, old guys. Well, Rush and Jake are retirees, so, you know. That's their social security money they're spending to to chase around <laughs> these races. And uh you know, the other guys too that help us out, you know, it's all anytime somebody spends a weekend, you know, away from home at a racetrack, you gotta appreciate that sacrifice 'cause you know, they could be home doing other stuff they gotta do at home, cutting the grass, you know, whatever. Because um, I know when I spend a weekend, you know, at a racetrack, you know, it's like you know, I was just out cutting the grass just before I came in here to make the phone call because, you know, all that <laughs> stuff falls behind. So, you know, between a lot of guys that work and follow the racing and, and you still got all your other responsibilities, it's it's a tremendous sacrifice. It really is. And uh, the guys that, that continue to do it, you just, you just got to love them to death because uh, you know they're in it for the fun. So... 
yep, just, yeah. You know, and not only my team, even the other teams. You know, there's a lot of guys that have been been crew members on ARCA for years and years and years, and, you know, we're all in the same boat. We're all, you know, just doing what we love and, uh, you know, trying not to go broke doing it. And, you know, uh, that's the best part about it. It's one big family, and you'll loan them the shirt off your back, but when the flags drop, it's it's still still a checkered waves. We're fighting it out, and then after the checkered waves, it's back to where we were at. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, well I mean, we're, the next race. Right. We're, I mean, we all, we're all there for the competition. That's why we're there. And, you know, we all want to do the best we can with what we got. So, uh yeah, it's very competitive on the track, but like you said, you know, one, once the race is over, uh, you know, we're all back to being friends. I mean, you know, we're going to be together 20 weekends at different racetracks. So, <laughs> you know, if, if you're not having fun or, you know, if you're not enjoying the people that you're racing with, you know, it's time to time to look for something different to do. So, but, uh, yeah, a lot of great competitors in ARCA, you know. Hey, Brad, before you leave, I got Don on the line. I think Don's got a question for you. Go ahead, Don. Brad, how are you? I'm doing good. How you doing, Don? I'm doing real good, you know. I just uh, I help Wayne Peterson see at the racetrack all the time. Okay. But, uh, how, many, uh, how many wrecks did you see that Wayne's um, drivers caused uh, yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> I saw the zero car in the grass one time. Uh, I don't know if he caused it or, you know, a lot of times if you're not right close to a wreck, you don't see what truly started it. Yeah. Um, I know his car's got a little bit beat up. I think the 06 car was dragging a little bit of sheet metal yesterday. But I, I honestly couldn't tell you if they were, you know, if they caused the wrecks or if, if they were victims. Yeah. Um, I don't know um, the zero six hung the uh, hung the curb coming out of I don't know three or four one or two or something and took out the thirty three. Okay. And the thirty the thirty three wasn't too happy with uh, Wayne's drivers. Okay. And he he don't know Wayne good enough. Wayne if Wayne don't watch out, Wayne will take him out next week. Yeah, I mean I I've known <laughs> Wayne for well probably going on 30 years and I, I wouldn't mess with him. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, Wayne's a great guy. I like Wayne to death, but I mean, I mean, you know how it is. If people start messing with you, you kind of have to protect your territory and, uh, you know, you can't really let them push you around on the racetrack. So oh, Wayne, well, the, the one thing the guy said on national, on TV yesterday that, um, the zero six took him out because he wasn't even running minimum speed, and he shouldn't even be out on the racetrack. Well, you know, ARCA's been policing that minimum speed really closely lately, and uh, I'm sure everybody out there was running minimum speed. I mean, you look at our I'm practice times, we were all way above minimum speed. So uh, I think it was just frustration. I mean, short track racing can be really frustrating because – you really can't go three wide anywhere on on Toledo, and, and they were doing it quite a bit yesterday. And, uh, you know, when you get crashed out of a race when you're running good, I mean, you're going to be hot and mad, and, 
you know, I oh, mean, well, definitely, definitely, you know, do I? Uh, I said definitely, you know, you're going to be mad. Yep. Yep. You know, it's probably a good thing y'all don't race Bristol. <laughs> well, we do Salem and Winchester. That's just about yeah, well, Salem, Bristol. Pretty darn close. Yeah, Salem's a copy of Bristol. Yep. On the, on the other thought, how's um, how's working for James doing? Well, I like working for James. I mean, obviously having all that experience of his, um, you know, yesterday when we came off after the first practice session, he took me aside and he said, you know, you need to drive it just a little bit deeper in the in the corner and then arc the car down. You know, he pointed out that I was cutting the corner just a little bit tighter, you know, than, yeah. than to get the optimum speed out of the car. And he was right. When I went out the next time, you know, I made a point to take it, take it a little wider into the corner and, you know, into one and three, and it did. It made a big difference with the car. So, you know, again, having an experienced set of eyes coaching you, it never hurts. I mean, it always helps to have that. And then, you know, just kind of the legend of James Hilton. I mean, you know, everybody knows he's racing royalty. So, you know, at the track, we get a lot of help from people. Um, you know, people help us out with tires. They know we're a low-budget team. So, uh, and, you know, I took my cars to James's shop when he and I got hooked up together. And uh, he always shows up with the cars ready to go. They're clean. They're set up right. You know, we're not sitting there at the track trying to finish cars up. I mean, we're when he when we roll out of the trailer, the car's ready to go. I mean, we have to tune it to the track just like everyone else. Yeah, but, that's uh, yeah, but we're he's ready. He's he's professional. Let's put it that way. All right. Hey, one last thing, and then I, I'll let you go. Um, mm-hmm. When you get to uh, is it um, Elkhart you're going to next? Elko. Yep. Elko. When yep. you get up there, smack. Smack Con around and tell him to drive halfway decent. <laughs> hey, I'll, that'll be my pleasure. He's my old boss when I was at Chrysler, so I'd love to smack him around a little bit. Yeah. Smack <laughs> him around and tell him. Tell him he made a lot of TV time. Tell him he made a lot of TV time. You know? Thank you, thank you, Don. Good to talk to you, Brad. All right. Thank you, Don. Thanks for calling in. Well, Brad. You want to tell everybody where they can, your, not your sponsors, before we get out of here? Well, we got a bunch of little sponsors. You know, we got Radon.com, who's been with James, God, for most of his career, I think. Um, and then I've got a couple people that have uh, helped me out. Coprea.com, who maintains our website. And, uh, and then, uh, of course, General Tire's helping us out not financially this year, but with, with other support, you know, they gave us the spirit award last year and things like that. And, uh, that's about it sponsor wise this year. So we're, I'm working on a few things. I think we're close, uh, to getting some more small sponsorship that'll, you know, help us get down the road. But, uh, you know, nobody's handed us a check just yet. So, but I'm working on it. Well, Brad, we're doing good favors, and all good things come to good favors. And this big brother, big sister has turned out to be a pretty good thing going in the right direction. Yeah, you know, it was interesting kind of how that got started, if if you want me to just real quickly tell you. Um, 
you know, I, I went to one of those how to get sponsor seminars, and uh, they said, you know, that the cold calls and that just really don't work that well. They said you have to build your own brand. And when I heard that, I mean, it made sense that, you know, just sending people a letter asking for money, it obviously hasn't worked for me yet. So I thought, what can I really do to build the Brad brand? And uh, I was already mentoring with Big Brothers Big Sisters, so I thought, you know what, let's put their name on the car, let's do some events with them at the racetrack, I'm there already, and I'm already involved with the organization, so, you know, what we started doing with Big Brothers Big Sisters was really kind of a logical step, and uh, and once that started, that, that honestly opened a lot of doors for me, I mean, it got me hooked up with you guys as far as the radio show goes, and now we're working together doing the events at the track, and... Uh, I think it's going to lead to bigger and better things. So it's it's really just a matter of involvement. I mean, if you can get involved and hang in there, like you said, good things are going to happen. So that's what we're looking forward to. It's just a matter of time. Well, then you turn around and you say that there's a lot of uh, ladies and females are are excited about being there. Is that not right, Mark? Jeff, y'all seen it like, like we've seen it. You know, you think it'd be all guys and kids, young men there, but it's it's women and and girls. Well, it's, I know. It's, uh, it, it was it was quite the uh, the group again yesterday, Rowdy, just like in Nashville. Uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think even the women outnumbered the guys uh, yesterday. I think they outnumbered the guys, and they were asking more questions, so they were probably a little bit more in tune to what we were saying and what was going on. They were very curious about a lot of this stuff. So it was, it was they, interesting. They were, Brad, and it was the same thing at Nashville. Uh, the the gals just seemed to be have that little bit more of interest or were more questioning, and uh, uh, I, I, I'm glad to see it. I'm glad to see it. It's uh, the, the diversity that racing's looking for. Yeah, oh, yeah, very much so, very much so. And I saw it. I was a little bit surprised by it, but you know what the heck? I mean, there, there's nothing about this sport that makes it a male-only sport, you know. So women, oh, women want to be involved. Power to them, you know. I well, agree. It, it, it uh, yeah. It, you know, it starts with the guy, with the girlfriend going, "Take me to the race." Then it start next. It's the wife go, "Let's go to the race." Then it's the mother, let's take all the kids and let's go to the race. So it just keeps snowballing down the road. It plus the fact, guys, at the end of all this, y'all know, like yesterday, we won over some race fans being able to go down and actually look at the cars and how they did the tires. If there's not a race, if we didn't win two or three race fans for life right there, you can't win them over. Well, I'm sure we did. I mean, that's that's how I got started in racing was going down and – you know, sitting in the stands when my dad was running Mount Clemens for that one season. And, you know, I mean, I couldn't have been but about six, seven years old at the time, but that got me hooked on cars and racing and all that. So I'm sure we got some fans out of that deal. I know we did. I have to agree, Rory. There was just too many big eyes and happy faces yesterday and, uh, and like I said, a couple people actually had extra special souvenirs they, they were able to pick up, and uh, big hits. They, that was a big hit. So uh, 
hopefully we'll get the, we'll get to do that again in Michigan. Yep. And another yep. Uh, hey, and before we get going here, uh Moonfire and John with General Tire, thanks for what they've done. They've been behind us the full the whole way. And yesterday was absolutely a great day to, for them to demonstrate how to, the tire tires are changed and put on. Uh hey, and you know, that's what makes people go buy general tires. In Walmart well, you, other places. Oh yeah. And, you know, and John and Moonpie are, are just great guys to work with because I didn't even think to approach them when we were doing Nashville, and they just found out about it. And, and man, they were right there with baseball caps and, you know, anything we anything they could do for us, they did. And that uh, that just shows you the great people they are, and, and that's why they're so successful. Well, I've already given him heads up on Michigan, so uh, he, he knows we got Michigan coming. And Brad, I want to wish you good luck and Elko in eleven days. That's all you got. Get ready to get that car ready. Eleven days. Yeah. Well, we we brought the car. James didn't take the race car home. He let me take it to my brother's pole barn. So he and I are getting the car ready for Elko. Well, James starts working on that new composite body car for Pocono. So we're uh we're hoping that you know the rest of the season goes pretty smooth, you know, about as as good as the beginning of the season did. Maybe just a little bit better finishes for us. So you your plans is to have your Pocono car to be the composite body. Yeah, from Pocono, you know, through the rest of the season anytime we go to a speedway, you know, yeah, we want it to be that composite body because you know that that car just that body has more downforce than the steel body, and you know if we're going to run the Ilmore engine, we might then we better have it in the right car, is the way we look at it. So we're uh, well, we're looking combination, forward. isn't it, Brad? It's a good combination. It's a combination that should should make us competitive. So uh, that's what we're looking forward to. I mean, we run, you know, the competitive body and engine at Daytona and Talladega, and we've had good finishes. And there, uh, there's no reason we can't do that at the intermediate tracks this year, also. So that car is going to be ready for Daytona when its season starts, 2018. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we're. <clears throat> I'm hoping. I'm hoping we can have a couple more cars by then. I'm looking. Really looking. Or at least I'm looking to get James to switch over to the Chevy body since I'm working at General Motors now. And, uh, you know, we're we're going to work with the GM people a little bit, too. We're going to get them involved with the Big Brothers, Big Sisters deal, which they already are at a corporate level, but I don't think they even know that I'm doing this, you know, with the ARCA deal. But uh, there's going to be an email going out tomorrow about that, and uh, hopefully they can help us out with some, uh, you know, posters and any motorsport things that they have that they can donate to the cause. So uh, you might start seeing some GM people at our events also. Sounds good. Well, more the merrier. Yeah, I mean, we're all having fun, right? Why not spread the wealth a little bit? So, I agree. Uh, all right, well, guys. Brad, well, I appreciate you coming on, man. Well, I, hey, I appreciate you letting me call in and, uh, you know, talk about Big Brothers, Big Sisters a little bit and uh, put in a good word for Hilton Motorsports and uh, – We'll see you at Elko. You'll right, see me Brad. at Elko, Brad. Looking right. forward to it as always. You bringing Jeff this time or? 
Uh, hopefully, Jeff's yeah, Jeff's plan is to go as as at this moment, but uh, okay. I will definitely be there. Okay, sounds good. Well, we'll see you there then. All right, Brad. Thanks, we'll see Brad. you in eleven days. All righty. Bye bye. Well, it won't take long for eleven days to get here either, guys. No, no, it won't, Rowdy. Uh, the season's starting to roll into the 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 prime time, and uh, boy, we're just going to be hitting race after race after race in the next couple of months. Well, we're in the it's right down in the heat of it now, so yeah. Well, we have Elko, and then there's Pocono, and then there's Michigan, and then there's Madison, Wisconsin. And that's boom, 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 four weeks in a row for ARCA. And, uh, boy, that's going to put a strain on the teams and uh, keeping those cars up. Yes, it will. By the time they get to Kentucky is when it starts looking ragged. Yeah, they were uh, – there were there were a few – you know, they were the, the quickness quite wasn't quite there at Kentucky last year when we were there, Rowdy, and uh it's a long season, it wears you down and uh uh they work so hard. It's it's just uh, uh amazing the what you know those ARCA teams accomplish. Especially the lesser funded teams that have to put the more physical hours into it. You're right, uh Mark. Exactly. <laughs> Well, guys, I think I got Ed on the other line here. Let me let's check here. All right, Rowdy. Hey, Ed, yeah. if that's you, hold on. I'd like to welcome yeah, that, Ed back. Yeah, I'm, I'm, here. I'm here, here. Yeah, I'll be here in Concord, North Carolina. Getting ready for Motorfest 2017. Oh, well, yeah, we're still um, – we're still, we have so much to do this week, and uh, we have uh, meetings got to be at uh, Stuart Haas Racing and Penske and Ganassi and, jeez, uh, 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 Ralph Fenway. We have so many to meet with this week and uh, taking care of all of the, the different um, uh, items that have been donated for the auction. The huge auction we're going to have is just totally over-the-top hoods from race cars at, uh, from all the different teams and quarter panels and all this stuff is autographed. So we one, one busy week this week getting all that together and getting all of our beach music people here and, and the 90 guests that we have signing autographs, the huge tribute to Sam Bass now is just completely over the top. Ed, that's going to be one busy day and one busy week for you. You've got well, you got your yeah. hands full this way. This um this event uh this year has really taken off. Um it's uh of course last year was a pilot time for us and we we used it for a learning curve and came back this year and so many enjoyed it last year that um it just actually tripled in size. Um demographics um are showing us uh, well over a thousand fans will show up and uh just from what our demographics are showing us and um, we've got several live radio shows that are going to be there remote. 
We've got a production film company that's coming to film the event. Um, another production film company of drone pilots that are going to be filming. Um, it's just um, unprecedented uh, amount of people. And uh, I'll give you a few hints like uh, Larry McReynolds and Jeff Hammond and Jack Roush and Bobby Allison and Ned Jarrett and, and, and many, many more. I won't give the farm away, but I'll, I'll give a few of them out there yet. And, uh, but it's, uh, it's quite, a, quite a show that's about to come up and happen, and uh, it's all free. That, that's the incredible part. It's all free. It starts, get, tell everybody where it starts and where it's at, Ed. Okay, we're up. The, uh, the main event, the, the tribute to the veterans, starts promptly at 10 o'clock in the morning, Friday, May the 26th. It's at uh, the Speedway Harley-Davidson in Concord, North Carolina. The address is 10049 Weddington Road Extension, Concord. And, of course, that is the Speedway Harley-Davidson there. And, um, like I said, we're going to kick it off at 10 o'clock. And, I mean, it's promptly at 10 because everything is totally choreographed. We've got U.S. senators, U.S. congressmen. Congressional, we got the Medal of Honor people. All of these people are flying in. People from the Department of Defense, they're all flying in from Washington, D.C. to be there to tribute for the veterans and uh, many dignitaries coming from uh, a lot of the racing community in honor of Sam Bass as well. Well, Ed, uh, this is Mark. You got Mark. How you doing there, Big Mark? What's what's up there, Mr. Mark? Oh, I wish we could be there, Ed. Every time we talk with you, it makes my heart pound even harder to experience it, Ed. uh, You guys are putting on one whale of a a show. Uh, I I wish you all the best of luck, and and I hope there's a future to uh, more of them, and uh, we get a chance to be involved with it. I would love for you all to be involved, um, I wish there was some way we could um, plug y'all. I wish we could plug into y'all's show. I really do, uh, Mark and, and Rowdy. I, if there was some way we could, we would do that. Um, we do have some radio stations that uh, out of Charlotte uh, that are going to be there live, remote. I don't know if you can hook into them or not. Um, we'll have. Sure, uh, we can get them on the internet. No problem, Ed. Um, I, I can, I'll get with y'all later, maybe tomorrow on that. We'll see if we can't plug y'all into one of the radio shows that are one of them that are going to be actually live on scene uh, with their remote broadcast. Well, that'd be great, Ed. We we're we're more than willing to help out in any way we can and be on a show if that'll help out. And uh, uh, Rowdy, uh, you you guys got all the information to, to get back with each other and. Uh, let them know, and we'll we'll hook her up, and we'll do it. Okay, I'll um, I'll get with those um, those stations. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'll contact them tomorrow. Uh, Jack Martin of Racing Plus, of course, he is our partner in crime in this. Great guy. He owns Racing Plus, and we want we want everybody to know that this is not just an effort on my company, New Generation Motorsports Marketing, but this is a great effort on a teamwork. Um, and uh, Racing Plus is involved. Uh, extremely and and we have a committee of great great individuals um 
old Uncle Benny with the Uncle Benny show there, the, his show, and, and Gary D. Walker, one of the great uh, guys that he puts on such great car shows down here. And, and we have the, uh, one of the best MCs that we we have around the area, Jim Schaefer and, and Kathy Dorton and uh, Bob Hissom, and just a, just a great, awesome committee that we have put together with the Harley-Davidson people there and uh, looking forward to moving forward. Uh, meeting just next year, we, we hope to move even greater. And uh, as we've been told that uh, the uh, the way it's going this year, that, um, that so many people want to get involved, but it's too late to get them involved. So we're going to start our process of one week after this is over with. Well, I'd give you almost a full year to get it ready, and, and I'm just amazed at what you've gotten done so far for this year, Ed. Uh, what a fantastic uh, outlay of, of time and effort from a multiple group of people, it sounds like. And uh, I, I just, yeah, like I said, every time we talk with you on the phone, it's that little more tug to get my butt down there. Well, <laughs> It's uh, it's coming from every every angle toward us, and um, we uh, we also have uh, the beach music celebrities coming, the North Carolina beach music celebrities. We have, I mean, the top ten in in beach music. They're gonna be here. They're gonna sign autographs. They're gonna play live beach music, which is really really super to hear them do that. They did a great job last year, and. And um, also, we're seating 90 drivers this year, Hall of Famers, legends in NASCAR. Um, uh, we've got a couple of NHRA guys coming in. We've got a lot of young guns coming in. So all of the different series will be it'd be uh, uh, be able to appear and, and get them some good name recognition and just an over-the-top. Plus, we have 50 to 100 classic cars coming as well. Well, and, you pulled uh, all of the stops on this one, Ed. Uh, wow, what a, what, a, what a great show. And uh, we got one more thing for everybody. What's we that, paid our, We paid our dues and our fines. I'm not fines. <laughs> Boy, I'm so tired. I am talking crazy. Um, we paid <laughs> our, our, our entrance fee. And we're not going to set a record, but we're establishing the first ever record in the Genesis World Book of Records for the largest single sitting of racing personalities in the history of the Coca-Cola 600. Wow. Wow. That's that's an accomplishment all its own, besides putting this event together. Ed, and congratulations to you. And uh, uh, is there anything else you want to say before we let you go this evening? Yeah, you guys come on down here. I want you guys down here with us. <laughs> we want to be there too, Ed. Don't you, Rowdy? With? Yeah, I'd love to be there. I mean, I sit here and schemes and scams and acting. Hey, I'm not out till that morning of the 26th, which is Friday morning, 26th. When I wake up and I'm not headed that way, I'm out. So maybe I, I, I can call, maybe, I, <laughs> maybe I can call Jack Roush and send his jet up there to get y'all. Well, if as you can pull that Jack's one off, you got us. You'd have us for <laughs> sure, then, Ed. <laughs> oh man, I just love to have y'all here. I 
really had a ball at Daytona with y'all in the short period of time we had. That was that was so much fun. I want to do it again, and and really, really, truly in the heart, looking forward to seeing y'all again. And want to say one more thing. I want to thank our precious heavenly Father God for giving us the vision, the wisdom, the knowledge, and the integrity to do what we're doing for the fans and for the people. It's called payback time. Thank you, Ed. Well, we need more we need more of your group out there. Uh, that's what we definitely need. So uh thanks again and, and uh the best of luck and yeah if that plane of rope can uh, get to us, you got us there. Okay, great. Thanks, Mark, and thanks, Rowdy. And I'll be contacting the radio shows tomorrow to see if we can, uh, some way we can plug y'all in. All right, appreciate it, Ed. Thank you, sir. Thank y'all, too, man. Y'all have a great evening, and God bless. Thanks, Ed. You, too, buddy. Okay, Mark. Thank you, too, sir. I tell you, boy, that's going to be something, isn't it, Jeff? Come on, Jeff. He's quiet there. Did we lose Jeff? Autobahn Indoor Speedway is Birmingham's premier corporate events venue. When your team races together at speeds up to 50 miles per hour in their electric pro carts, they'll leave with a recharged new bond. They guarantee it. For more information on how to book your company event, visit AutobahnSpeed.com. Hey, snooze you lose, we'll play the Autobahn. Actually, met a couple that I met a couple at the bank that loved the Audubon. So uh, I, hopefully, we got them listening tonight. I hope so too, Rowdy. Uh, I'm looking forward to my chance to getting down to the Audubon. I've I've been to other indoor karting events, and uh, uh, it sounds like that one's pretty cool, and it fit right up my alley. We got to do it in October, guys. I mean, we all need to go down there after the our event and and do go twice race have two races. <laughs> the first one you get used to it, but you got to remember oh, Don so we and I've already time. practiced. Yeah, but you got to remember Don and I've already practiced. That's true. That's true. Uh, but uh, you know, a little practice, and you know, <laughs> we'll be right up there with both of you. You never saw me drive a streetcar, Rowdy. Yeah. <laughs> Not yet, Jeff. No. I-294 at 4 o'clock in the morning. There's no traffic out. Jeff's good at it. Even at night, when there is traffic. Well, I was just trying to be nice, Jeff. <laughs> I was just trying to be nice, buddy. <laughs> No, we uh, there's a reason we get to the races as quickly as we do. I hear you. Hey, you uh, Don, you got anything for the closing here? No, I can't think of nothing. You know, uh, you everything. No white papers and report. Well, you know, I if y'all watch TV, which Jeff and Mark, we've seen the race. Yeah. You know, you know Wayne. Wayne's got to get some regrouping going. You know, I think he's got a wreck. Uh, the zero six, I believe, got a quarter panel or, or tail that's going to have to get some fixing too. 
you know, by what TV was showing. But uh, other than that, you know. No, you know, kind of had a little bit of damage too there, Don. And, yeah, uh, I not, not too much. I don't think either car was seriously hurt. I think they should be able to pound it out pretty good and be ready for Alco. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I was laughing. I was sitting there watching it, and I was like, well, hey, there's another caution. I guess it's Wayne again. And lo and behold, there it was. <laughs> well, you know, there was those days, Dan. There's just those days. That's right. That's the way it goes. You know, but hey, guys, before we get thirty. Before we forget about it, today's Wayne's birthday, and I'd like to wish him happy birthday. Oh, is it? How old happy is he now? Hey, Wayne Peterson. Uh, Wait, 79. No, it's 79. He's 79. That's what he said. All right. We'll see. I thought he wanted to be 75. Every time I asked him, he's 75. That's been the last 10 years. I think oh, yeah, will. some of us just don't like to age and, and give it out, Dad. Ah, yeah, I know. That's why I'm only 28. <laughs> At least we can think so and in I'll, our minds, right? Yeah, yeah. I got, all right, you know, all right. behind, I'm, I'm Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> Boom. Boom. <laughs> oh, my God. Don, appreciate you calling. I'm going to move on to Todd you're here. Welcome. You're more than welcome. Thank you, Don. Talk to you later, Don, Don. See you, Mark. All right, Todd, what you got closing in on this? Well, was that Mr. Don Wet? That was him. I want to put a big shout-out. To thinking that man for getting me hooked up with Wayne Peterson from the bottom of my heart. Uh, well, listen, well, before you hang up, I'll put you over on where you and him can talk when we hang up here, okay? Well, I appreciate it. And, gentlemen, so you know, talking about Harrison Burton, last year at Watkins Glen, he was racing in the can then. I met the young man, got my picture with him, got his autograph on the back of my ticket, and lo and behold, here comes Mr. Jeff Burton. I got his autograph right below Harrison on my ticket, and you know I put that in a sleeve, and that sits right up on my wall above my dresser. Well, what a nice memorabilia piece to have, Todd, and... and yeah, the, the the birds are great people. We got to see them in action more than once through the seasons. And uh, Harrison's a, a a really quality young man, and uh, his father and mother have taught him well. And he's uh, he's got a long, spectacular career ahead of him. I think. I got to be with Jeff. I yelled at him. Hey. Hey, Robbie. Mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah really. we had we had we had dead silence there. We were all catching hey. our breath. That's all. You know how those old I'm guys thinking. are. Yeah. Th- thanks, Todd. 
Thank you, Rowdy. Thanks, Todd. We'll talk with you soon. All right, Jeff. Your recap from because you was live at Toledo. Great weekend, all in all. Great racing. Uh, the racing was good. Great. Um, Big Brothers and Sisters was a, a huge success, too. Uh, waiting for Elko in about 11 days now. And also, anybody can get out to the Motor Fest uh, this week in Charlotte. I highly suggest you get out there with all the stars and celebrities and everybody that's going to be there. It should be a great thing. I think um, it's going to have a lot more people than you think she's going to have there this year. I think so, get so out there too, if you can. Man. I think you're exactly right. I believe he's going to have a lot I think he said a, a thousand people, than... but I think he's going to have like <laughs> ten times that amount. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, I brought over five thousand this little deadbeat crawfish town I live in. Now, nah, and nobody showed up for a lot more racing. What he's got going on, I guarantee you, he, he he's looking at ten thousand or better. Oh, yeah, that's t- I, ten times the amount he thinks he's going to have, I think. Easy. Yeah. Yeah, I would I, even, I, 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 They're going to have a major traffic I, jam, and, uh, and and people are just going to be uh, umpteenth deep trying to get into there. I believe we're all three right. I mean, the main thing is, did you hear what he's charging to get in? Free. Not, First penny. Not a cent. Nope. Well, what Mark? What happened in racing nowadays? Yep. Give us your lowdown for the night. Catch us up. Well, Rowdy, uh, it was a busy race weekend. Uh, it started Thursday night with an umpter or a. Uh, Lucas Oil dirt late model race, and it ended uh, yesterday in Toledo with uh, the 200 laps there. And like Jeff said, it was a good race. It was just a good race. Uh, if you hope, if you weren't there, I hope you got to see it on TV. And uh, uh, looking forward to Elko in 11 days, and uh, looking forward to next Monday night, Memorial Day, and we'll be recapping a real busy weekend of racing, even though Ark is off. Can you believe we're getting started? Bummer's here. It's hard to believe we're coming up on Memorial Day weekend in less than seven days. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Well, all right, guys. I enjoyed yesterday's race. It was great. it It finished just like I thought it would, down to the wire. It was rowdy. I mean, it, was it was, and uh, uh, we had a we had a good time. We uh, we battled through the elements, and we won. Yeah, wasn't that the most important part? You got the race. Got the race. We in. got the race in, and everybody went away happy. And they had a pretty good crowd, considering the weather forecast and the way things were in the morning. So yeah, there was a pretty decent crowd there. Well, good for them. I appreciate them. What all they've done. Well, fellas, 
next week we should have I, I got a couple things working on, so should, we should have a great show for tomorrow night or next Monday night. Well, it's always a good show on Monday nights, Rowdy, and we just try to keep them getting better. So uh, looking forward to it, and until next week, we'll see you all at the races. Appreciate it, everybody.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.